coming up, we'll be talking about comics with focus on Batgirl, Batman, Detective Comics, Nightwing, Titans, Teen Titans, Captain Marvel, and The Man Without Fear. Next. Hey, welcome to Nerdcaster. I am your host, Joe, and today I'll be all by myself in the studio. So I figured I would do something a little different and uh, go over some comics that I've been reading and give you a quick review of um, what I think of them to date and the current storylines and and what's going on. Um, As as, uh, you know, you know, a little bit of history, comics have been around for centuries, dating way back to hieroglyphics and ancient Egypt and the the column of of Trajan in in Rome, Italy, um, which was founded around like the year 113 AD or something like really long time ago. And eventually, you know, comics became in newspapers and magazines. And and then the, the first comic was actually released in 1932, 1932, 1933, and was called Famous Funnies. With the evolution of comics, we got our classic superhero genre that everybody knows and loves, um, like Batman and Superman and Iron Man, Captain America and Thor and so on, and all your Avengers and Justice League characters and everything else. Um, in addition, many of the characters and things get confusing and they've rebooted and and you know there's different storylines and different uh, Spider-Man comics, like you know, the Amazing Spider-Man, the Spectacular Spider-Man, just Spider-Man. Um, same thing you could say for Batman and Detective Comics and Batman Incorporated and and, and Bat Metal or Batman Metal or whatever the newest one is. Um, so I'm really new to comic reading and these things are are, are still confusing to me to, to some extent. So I'm going to do the best I can with giving you guys a, a breakdown of what I'm reading, maybe get you interested in, in, in uh, back into comics and... You know, if you enjoy these, you can always check out my quick comic reviews on the website um, that I do each week about the uh, issue breakdown of what I just read. So if if you're really interested, definitely um, give that a look and um, more. I'll I'll go more into that at the end of the show. And um, yeah, so I guess let's get into it. Um, The first comic that I I picked up recently and this series is is over now is The Life of Captain Marvel. you know, the movie comes out on March 8th with Brie Larson playing Carol Danvers, the, the Captain Marvel um, superhero, which is why I picked this up. Figured let me get a little bit of background or um, maybe see how this comic that was just released is going to be maybe used in the movie and, and see if they're actually going to use that storyline. Um, and this is pretty much about Captain Marvel, uh, Carol Danvers going back home to Maine to be with her family. Um and and you get the sense that Carol has some bitter issues with her father. Apparently he was very abusive and, you know, she's there taking care of her mother and, and, and her brother, her brother ends up getting um, like hospitalized and, and put in a wheelchair and, and it, it gets crazy. And she's just trying to spend some time with family. She ends up going through some of the old stuff in, in her parents' room or her old bedroom or something and comes across some sort of device that ends up being a home and beacon for some alien race. Again, 
not sure what race it is or what alien it is. Really, it, it doesn't matter. Like I said, it's pretty much just to give a quick overview on, on what I'm reading and my thoughts and I guess my interpretation of these things. So, you know, the, the alien, the home beacon goes off, the alien uh, assassin or whatever comes down to um, what you think is collect or do battle with Captain Marvel. And it turns out that the, the, the homing beacon was for her mother. Um, Captain uh, Marvel's mom uh, is apparently Mary L, a, a, a human um, Martian race that has power similar to Captain Marvel's. And that's how Carol inherited them. Um, from her mom, not like the classic storyline where she gets into some space accident or something. So they did change a little bit of her backstory and you get to learn and you find that out. That's a, that's a good twist, like halfway through the series because it's only like five issues long and you get to see them do battle in the end. Um, obviously Captain Marvel wins and her mother is taken away or dead or something. I, I, I don't really remember. It's been a while since I read this because this, this series is over. And um, at the end of the series, Captain Marvel ends up going back to Tony Stark and saying she's ready to rejoin the Avengers. Um, Why she left in the first place, not exactly sure. But now the new Captain Marvel um, series, which was just released a a week or two ago, takes over from there. And she's back in New York and fighting crime and hanging out with her best friend, uh, Jessica Drew or Spider-Woman. And, you know, the series picks up from there uh, whenever issue two comes out. Um, So that's pretty much the Captain Marvel series. The next series uh, that um, I'm reading is The Man Without Fear, which is based on uh, the Daredevil reboot that they're doing now. This, again, is another miniseries. So I figured I'd get these miniseries things out of the way. It's a weekly comic that comes out um, for five weeks in a row or six weeks in a row. And we're coming up to like uh, issue three. So there's not much to say about this, but the comic starts off with uh, Matt Murdock or Daredevil in the hospital after getting hit by a truck. Uh, Guess he didn't see that one coming. Um, He's all battered and bruised and in a wheelchair and, and we get foggy, you know, talking to him while he's in this coma and, and, you know, foggy's just, just talking foggy nonsense and the other half of the comic, we're in Matt Murdock's head and you, you see what's going on, what's running through his head while he's in this coma. And apparently a character named Fear uh, plays on his emotions and, and tells him, you know, he needs to give up being Daredevil. And, you know, bad things are just going to happen. People are going to die. And putting this fear into his head that he should give up um, being Daredevil. The comic continues at the end of the issue one. He comes out of the coma and we're greeted with uh, Kristen McDuffie, who apparently was a love interest to Matt Murdock at some point in time. And she tells Matt that she's going to be there for him and help him out and they're going to get through this. And, you know, it looks like they're trying to rekindle their relationship. But um, I guess she has some more important business than her boyfriend, non-boyfriend being hospitalized and just coming out of a coma because she takes off for upstate New York on business. And I'm putting that in air quotes because I have a feeling this is going to come back up and she's going to, you know, she's like babysitting Daredevil for some villain or something. Who the hell knows? Uh, As the comic's not that far yet. Um, Later on in issue two, we get to see uh, Foggy and, and Matt hanging out. And Matt, you know tells Foggy how he's uh, afraid to become Daredevil and that he's going to give it up and live uh, a normal life as best as he could. 
being a wheelchair-bound um, blind guy. Foggy is ecstatic about this um, and is like, yay. But Matt's kind of scared that he uh, can be normal. He's so used to jumping around rooftops and everything else that being in a wheelchair, or just being a normal person isn't going to isn't going to do it for him. So we'll see what goes on with this. This series <clears throat> in relation to the Captain Marvel, the Captain Marvel series, I felt was a, a little underwhelming. It was all right. It, it was a, a decent, quickly, quick read. The Man Without Fear, this new Daredevil one, uh, has a lot more action, has a lot more... Um, it, I think it's written a lot better. I, I feel that this issue has a, a lot more promise and is more interesting to Captain Marvel, while Captain Marvel, I felt, was more of a, like... Had some darkness to it, was more on the light side. While Daredevil, this comic is showing, like, Elektra and Karen Page and, and a few others being killed by Bullseye or Kingpin or whoever... And it seems like it's going to be a much darker comic. And once this is over, they're going to go into a series with Daredevil. So this is just leading up to that. So if this goes well, I'll probably continue reading the Daredevil series from here on out. Um, Again, really enjoying it. If if you're a Daredevil fan of the Netflix series, this is probably a a good place to pick up. Um, The characters feel like they did in, in the Netflix series with their attitudes and and, you know, you can picture them talking like you can hear Foggy's voice um, while reading Foggy's words on the page. So really liking that aspect about that I can, you know, hear these voices versus having to make them my own up in my own head <clears throat> as I'm so used to uh, listening to the, the Netflix series. Next up, um, I guess I'll talk about Teen Titans. These are not the same Titans that I'm used to from the 80s or or even the old um, TV show with Robin and Starfire, Raven, Beast Boy, and Cyborg. The new Teen Titans um, in this series follows um, Dijin, Crush, who is the daughter of Lobo, um, a character named Roundhouse. We do get a Robin. um, It seems to be Damian Wayne and a Kid Flash or some sort of flash character. Um, the Jin is the, the newest to this. She is, uh, some kind of genie. We don't get much of her background yet as far as I'm reading or f- since when I picked up, I don't know if anything before that, but, um, the story follows these teen Titans. They're trying to figure out who tried to blow them up in some sort of warehouse when they were tracking down an assassin. Um, the problem I have with this, this series uh, is that we do get some filler comic or issues and I think it's giving us background because it'll help us out in the future. But when they do this, it really screws with my brain and I forget what I read, which is another reason for my reviews on the site to help me remember, um, what I read like a week or two ago so I can catch myself back up and not have to go, Oh, Oh yeah, I remember this now halfway through the issue. Um, so lately we got an issue with, um, Lobo's daughter, um, crush and her background and how she was adopted here on earth. And her parents were pretty much drug addicts who lied to her and said, she's like the daughter of Superman. So she grows up thinking like she's going to do great things and, and become like the next Supergirl or whatever. And she ends up seeing on a newscast, this guy Lobo and realizes it's her father and, you know, drama. Her parents end up dying in a bad drug deal she goes crazy and thinks she's going to turn out to be a bad guy now because of who her legit father is. And she runs away. 
and now in, in, in the latest issue, she's going back to her roots to find her old obelisk or obelisk, which is a chain type weapon that she says she's going to need in the future. So her and Dijin take this motorcycle ride and we get her whole background. Um, the Teen Titan stuff is okay. I'm, I much prefer the older Teen Titan stuff that I used to read way back in the 80s. I prefer the Teen Titan show. Uh, but the series is not that bad. Um, just a bit confusing. There are quite a few characters to keep up with. Like, you know, I pretty much talked about Lobo and Dijin. Um, Roundhouse at some point, you know, ends up in space and blowing himself up, but he didn't really die. And, you know, we get an issue of his background, what happened to him during that time. He's not part of the Titans, where he actually landed back on Earth into, like, the Pacific Ocean, gets held hostage by some sort of um, Asian pirate ship. He has hallucinations from a concussion of his sister who helps guide him back home. Um but the the overall story with with the Titans, because I know this is all over the place, is pretty much they're trying to find out who tried to blow them up and 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 uh, go after this assassin who is end up being dead. Um, it's 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 all right. I mean, I'm not uh, getting going to go too much further into detail about this as it's it's not one of my favorites. Um, which brings me to, to Titans and it has nothing to do with the DC universe show or, um, or teen Titans pretty much, but it does feel a little bit more like the teen Titans of old, which is why I'm, I'm leading teen Titans into this. Cause we do get, um, Nightwing was in this when I first started reading, uh, more about Nightwing later as he's no longer part of the group. He left the group for, for, for reasons we'll get into later. And Donna Troy takes over. She's pretty much like wonder girl um and was trained by wonder woman and she leads the team with miss martian uh steel uh beast boy and raven so we we do get the the raven and beast boy from the old school teen titans beast boy is a little bit different now he seems to be more grown up looks uh, a lot more hairier and and he's green and he's beast boy he just turns into animals and does what beast boy does in this series this one's off the charts, fucking confusing and, and aggravating. Um, the Titans are currently going after some sort of blood cult that's trying to take over the universe and trying to use some sort of multiverse or, or um, planet that's not in line or, or off the grid. So when they use their bloodstream, and I'm putting this in air quotes, to infect the planet's to cause the inhabitants of all the planets to look to them as gods, basically that stream will not affect this, this, this planet because it's not in the multiverse. It's like detached because it's a made up world from some magician or, or, or some crap. Cause that's about when I started reading on this weird planet though, Raven loses her soul self. So she's not able to really do magic anymore and is pretty much useless. And the, Blood cult needs the Titans to go back to this planet for some reason to sacrifice them or to get them off the world so they can infect it. Not really sure where that's going, but the Titans have a reason to go back because Raven needs her soul self. So that's where we're at here where, you know, the, the Titans are on their way back to this, this world. We'll see what happens. It's, it's very confusing on how this blood cult works because they, you know, plant, 
somehow plant something in Beast Boy's brain to where they can control him and, and speak through him. And he's like telling the teen, Titans uh, what the the Blood Colts plans are. It's just it's just downright weird. And one of the biggest things is most of this takes takes place in space or or on a different planet. And I absolutely cannot stand space stuff. I, I don't know why. I never did even as a kid. So star, there are a few exceptions like Star Wars and stuff, but. When it comes to comics, I'd rather just keep it on Earth and, you know, deal with the problems we have here on our own home planet. And maybe every now and again they get outside help from somebody in space or maybe they go help out in space. But I think this story arc is going on a little too long and it's going back and forth and I'm ready for it to be over. Um, So we'll see. I just want Raven to get her soul self back. I want him to come back to Earth and I want him to be Titans here on Earth like, you know, the old school pretty much Teen Titan show where we have them here battling Slade Wilson or something. I don't care. So the next up, um, I'm going to talk about Batman, the actual Batman self-titled comic, not detective comics, not Batman Inc., not any of that. As the only two Batman comics I do read is this one and detective comics. Um, Batman is definitely a darker Batman comic. So fans of like the Chris Nolan series would probably be more into this. Um, Batman is kind of going crazy right now in it. He, um, he's punched Jim Gordon in the face for, for a disagreement. He's left KG beast to die. Um, and he's just dealing with a whole bunch of crazy bad shit that's happened to him in, in recent issues. So back in Batman 55, we see that Nightwing gets shot in the head. Um, and loses all his, his consciousness more on Nightwing later as it's its own comic that I do read, but puts Batman in a position where he's like super pissed that somebody just shot Dick Grayson in the head. And now Dick Grayson has pretty much no memory of being Robin or Nightwing. He can remember the circus and his roots and his origin story pretty much, but doesn't really remember his time and has this like crazy amnesia shit going on. Batman goes after the person, you know, Batman is a detective by nature, figures out that KGB is the one who fired the shot and goes after him, pretty much beats the living crap out of him and leaves him for dead um, in some Arctic area. Um, KGB tells the Batman like, hey, you don't kill people. And Batman's pretty much like, yeah, I don't have to save you either, you know, type thing like he does in, in the Nolan movies, which is kind of why I think this Batman is closely more closely related to, to that type of Batman than old school, like um, Adam West and, and Dick Ward uh, or uh, yeah, Burt Ward Batman. Um, this one is really good. I do like seeing the toll that all this bad stuff is, is taken on, on, on Batman. I love the fact that Batman is pretty much snapped, um, but he, he's still out to get to the bottom of everything. And, you know, as time progresses, he he talks with the Penguin, learns that Bane is pretty much running Arkham and had something to do with, with everything that's going on. So Batman goes to Arkham, finds out that Bane's pretty much comatose, or at least that's the way it looks. Batman don't believe it. Jim Gordon tries, you know, telling Batman, like, dude, he's been like that for months. Don't know what to tell you. He ain't getting shit from him. Batman gets all pissed. Again, like I said earlier, punches Gordon and... It's 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 going crazy from there. Uh, next up, I do read Batgirl. I am a bigger fan of a lot more of the 
women superheroes than I am male. While most of, the, uh, of these issues were male in a lot of like the Titans and Teen Titans, some of my favorite characters are, you know, Raven, obviously. Um, I do like seeing the whole Donna Troy thing play out with her trying to lead the, 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 the Titans, but she's not very good at it yet. She, she's never led a team before, or at least that's the way they make it look. And she's pretty green behind the ears. So, so yeah, I, I'm liking more of the women's storylines in most of these comics. With Batgirl, um, it is Barbara Gordon. She is Jim Gordon's daughter, and she's back in Gotham City. Um, anybody who knows the history of Batgirl knows that at one time she was Oracle while in a wheelchair and was shot in the back by the Joker in the classic Killing Joke um, comic. During this series, Batgirl has some problems with her back again. The implant they used to fix her is now kind of busted. And it's taken a toll on her as she's going after a character named Grotesque, who is apparently a thief who steals art and then kills people to mimic the art. It's kind of stupid, but we learn through the series that Grotesque is not actually Grotesque, but somebody else who killed Grotesque and took his mantle and his M.O. Batgirl figures this all out by finding the dead Grotesque in, in a fridge, the, the original Grotesque, and continues to go after him. Again, she has back problems and not able to really use her legs so well, so she ends up in the hospital and back at... Gotham City, where Jim takes care of his daughter, back to health. Um, skip a little bit. She's back to walking. The doctors have fixed her back. And Grotesque is behind bars, but not before putting the Gotham PD in a position where people no longer really trust them, as Grotesque was actually a police officer working in the Gotham PD. And now we have a whole political race going on where the new mayor or senator or whatever of Gotham is trying to say that the police department's pretty much useless and they need to stop the, the vigilantes from, from, from fighting crime as they're doing a better job than the Gotham PD and Gotham PD needs to get their shit together. Jim's problem is he's against her and wants the, the, the police department to be the best they can be, but you know, she has no faith in them and they don't really see eye to eye. Batgirl, on the other hand, um, his own daughter, uh, sides with this Senator to an extent. Um, I think she's, she's definitely looking into some other things and it has to go with the storyline and apparently links this woman or her, workers to um, some sort of crime thing that's going on. I really don't want to, again, another thing, I'm not trying to give too much away. I do want people to go read these for themselves. So me just telling them doesn't, doesn't make the, the comic book world any money. So if you're interested in the Batgirl stuff, it is really good. Again, one of my more favorite comics, it is a bit more lighthearted than a lot of the others. Um, it's, it's not as dark. There is some fighting and, and stuff like that, but Again, these storylines are are not as um, dark as, let's say, like Batman. Next up is Detective Comics, the other Batman uh, comic I do read. This one is it, it's good. I, I like the older Batman Detective Comics better. Uh, they really felt like you're trying to solve the mystery with Batman. After all, again, Batman is a detective. I did like the detective aspect of Detective Comics. Um, that being said, it's still Batman. It's still a, a great read. 
Um, they did the new story arc. Batman is having some trouble. Um, he, it seems like he's hallucinating right now and we're living in his brain, um, for the last issue or, or last few issues due to the, the Joker venom. Um, we did get Leslie Tompkins who is now dead, which caused Batman some issues. And, you know, when she got infected with the Joker venom, it, it appears that it has also affected him again. Not exactly sure. Still waiting for the reveal here. Um, but that's my inference from where before this whole weird dream thing starts to where he tried saving Leslie Tompkins and she dies. Alfred at this time is also kind of hurt. He had a lung puncture punctured due to somebody ringing the bat, uh, uh, the Wayne Manor doorbell and stabbing him. Um, the other thing going on in this is there's like some murder that a murderer that tried to do the Thomas uh, reenact the Thomas and Martha Wayne murder. So again, we get the Batman um, origin story in a short form. The last issue had Batman, I guess, going up professor pig. I'm, I'm hoping this was detective comics and not Batman. I may be confusing these two again. If I am, please just go read the website where I do um, after I read the, the actual comic, I do go and immediately write about what I thought and what the comic was over that issue was, was pretty much about um, at the end. Uh, we see that professor pig takes off his mask and it ends up being Robin or Damian Wayne or whatever. And that's how the comic that is that last issue I just read ends, which brings us to my absolute favorite comic and the last one I'll be reviewing. And that is Nightwing. Um, Nightwing has always been a favorite character of mine, not so much Nightwing, but Dick Grayson himself, Dick Grayson, as everybody knows, was a flying Grayson with his parents and family in Haley circus, Haley circus, um, had some financial trouble, I guess. I don't know a better way of saying it. Owed, I guess the mob or the Falcons or, or, or the Maronis or somebody, some money. And they end up, uh, using acid on the trapeze lines that ultimately kills um, Dick Grayson's parents, which puts Dick Grayson as a young boy in the care of Bruce Wayne, who feels bad for this kid like him lost his parents at a very young age. Uh, as everybody knows, Dick Grayson trains becomes Robin after, you know, some issues with Batman as uh, when Robin grows up to be more of an adult and no longer wants to be a sidekick. Uh, Breaks off from being the sidekick and becomes Nightwing um, in the 80s Teen Titan series and leads his own team. Let's fast forward all the way to the newer comics. Um, we're going to start where Dick Grayson gets shot in the head as Nightwing in Batman 55 and go from there. After he gets shot in the head, he's in the hospital for some months. Can't remember most of his life. Um knows that he has some muscle memory and can react to things. So his fighting skills are still there and all these, you know, the, the training that he has still exists. He just doesn't remember a lot of it. He, you know, from being told by Barbara Gordon and Bruce Wayne, he used to be Nightwing and Robin and, and he just wants to give all that up and live a normal life. He's, he doesn't want anything to do with it since he can't remember it anyway. He ends up going to one of the Nightwing hideouts where his suits are and burns it the hell down. Again, since his memory ain't so good, doesn't realize his suits can't burn. Which brings us to the detectives and the firefighters who find this cave and the detective on site 
um, investigating the arson of it, sees the Nightwing costumes and becomes Nightwing himself, putting together a team of, for lack of a better term, Nightwings. How incredibly um, convenient and uh, no no thinking put there to come up with that name. Um, and it's the storyline's kind of bad. Uh, they go out and they fight some low-level crimes as the Nightwings um, until the Scarecrow shows up in Bloodhaven and wrecks havoc and pretty much infects the entire city with his fear toxin. Uh, Rick sees all this happening and, you know, is now just a lonely cab driver who drinks at a bar every night, but feels it's his fault that these Nightwings are in this battle with a supervillain and springs into action to help them using his muscle memory and, and skills that he does somehow um, doesn't realize he has, he has and sets a tire on fire on his car, which creates black smoke and the inhalation of that by the, the, the townsfolk causes them to come out of the fear toxin. Problem one solved, you know, the, the, the night wings are no longer fighting, regular civilians who are just high on fear toxin and now can focus on scarecrow after some time scarecrow seems to be an easy defeat for the original nightwing uh dick grayson who is now going by rick but it was a kind of a letdown they led up to this great battle that's going to happen between scarecrow and and the team and it was kind of underwhelming um rick ends up joining these nightwings now as himself not so much as a superhero doesn't get a nightwing costume and that's where we leave off um, my ultimate goal for this is that dick Grayson comes back and this amnesia shit is just temporary and we go back to our classic nightwing um fighting crime and and doing pretty much the i guess b-rated batman stuff but in bloodhaven uh again my biggest thing with nightwing is I grew up with comics. I grew up with Dick Grayson. You know, he got older in the comics. I got older in real life. You, you know, you could see him through his teenage years with Batman and as a nine-year-old kid growing up with Batman. So it's, it's kind of, I formed this connection with Dick Grayson um, and his life growing up to become Nightwing. So it's that whole story uh, that, that really, that I really like about it. It's like, Again, Batman started in the the 30s and 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 stuff and the 40s. So n there's all this history with Batman even before Robin is introduced. And again, Robin is is introduced way back then. But his story has not really changed too much. And like you said, you could kind of feel like you grew up with with Dick Grayson. And that's kind of what I like about it. And I'm hoping they do the same thing now with like Damian Wayne or or another Robin where eventually he'll grow up and leave Batman and become somebody else or, or, you know, if he does become Batman's partner forever, it's more of a 50, 50 partnership and not Batman being full control. So it'd be great to see how that relationship um, evolves over time as well. It's all about characters for me and how they evolve. Um, if there's a good character and a good story, chances are I'll read it. Um, I'm always open to reading uh, a new comic or, or new story as long as it's entertaining and it's not corny. Um, some of these that I, I have read, like some of the Batgirl stuff has been pretty corny. Um, the Titans and Teen Titans are just to me all over the place and 
they have to do a lot with space and not really interested in that. But I do like some of the characters, so I continue with them because of that. So that's pretty much my breakdown of the comics I've been reading. I hope I was informative to some of you guys. Um, I hope I interested some people who maybe don't read comics to go out and, and check out a few. Again, if you're looking for any recommendations, uh, my favorite is Nightwing, uh, probably followed by Batgirl and Detective Comics and Batman and then Teen Titans and Titans at the end. Captain Marvel just started, so if you're looking for a good jump on point, you can probably pick up issues, um, issue one of that, no problem. And Man Without Fear, again, is relatively uh, new as well, so you could probably um, catch up on that relatively quickly. If you're looking to start maybe next month, uh, Daredevil will be rebooted, and um, we'll start with an issue one as well. And Black Widow will uh, also have her own comic coming out soon. So you can get started with that as well if she's a character that interests you. Um, but definitely let me know what you guys think and what comics you're reading. And if you think I'd be interested in, in anything else, leave comments on the, the show page on our website at www.nerdcaster.com. Uh, feel free to, to hit us up on social media, um, on Facebook at Nerdcaster, on Twitter at Nerd underscore Caster, and on Instagram at Nerdcaster. And... Uh, Definitely support your local comic shops if you're into comics. Um, you know, the, the, they're great resources. They can help you find the comic you're looking for. And some of them um, do pull lists where you don't have to worry about missing an issue because they'll grab it for you as soon as they get it and put it aside. That being said, um, <clears throat> my local comic shop is The Geekery in Matawan, New Jersey on Main Street. Uh, great guys in there. They'll definitely put a pull list together for you if you're interested. Um, just check them out. Um, again, they're on main street and Matawan, and you can, uh, find them on the web. It is the geekery new Um, check them out. Uh, they're open from Sundays from 12 PM to 6 PM closed on Mondays, Tuesdays, 11 AM to 8 PM and pretty much the same all the way through Saturday. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. You have a good week. See you guys next time. Nerdcaster out.